This week, I talked to super ultra runner Ray Sanchez, and I have new opening music by Bay Area Thrash Legends Schizo. So take it away, Schizo. Welcome to Martha Runs the World, a podcast with a new take on running, fitness, and all things health-oriented. I'm Martha Hughes, your host, and each week I present a new topic that is of interest to all runners. I love my new opening music. Doesn't it rock? <laughs> I dig it. I'm really very happy that Lance of Schizo worked really hard on it. I know he did because he was so gracious to do it for me. And I thank you so much, Lance. Really, you're awesome. Schizo is a band, if you know anything about Bay Area Thrash, you know them because they've been around for so long and they just are incredible. They're loads of fun. I will have all the contact music, their website info, contact email and all that stuff on the website. So just go ahead and check it out. And again, thank you very, very much, Lance. It's an honor to have your music ingratiate my little bitty running podcast. You never thought that would happen, did you, Lance? <laughs> okay. I want to give a great big thank you out to David, a new Patreon patron. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Or I really appreciate it, I should say. Um, and it means a lot to me. If you, too, want to be a Patreon patron, please do so. You can look up all the information at the end of the show. Thank you. Speaking of legends, I should say, Ray Sanchez is a legend. He's an amazing. Whenever I ask him about a continent or a country, oh, I've run that. I've run 200 miles there. I've run this 200-mile race there. It's like, you know, I think the only place he hasn't run is Antarctica. <laughs> so it was really fun to talk to him because it just seems like he's done everything everywhere. But he, he's just an amazing person, and he's one of those guys who can just run forever, and it just doesn't seem to get him down at all. So I hope you appreciate my interview with him, and here it is. And welcome to the program, Ray Sanchez. Hi, Ray. How are you? Hi, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for coming on the show. You're welcome. I have been reading about you and see, and I read your Facebook posts and see that you do some amazing races. When did you decide that ultra running is something that you wanted to, to do? Uh, I started in um, 2000 and, well, it's actually 2007. Uh, 2006 of uh, December was my first marathon. And my coworker, Tom uh, Zinkelin, got me started he's like he kept talking to me for like two years about you know ultra running i should run because he heard i ran cross country in high school and i kept looking at him crazy because he's like six three like two close to 250 pounds he's tall and he's when i met him he was like 58 years old hmm. and i said yeah right you run hundreds you run 50s so two years later, you know, I have all this free time. I said, oh, okay, I'll go running with them. And we went running, and I was like <gasps> huffing and puffing, trying to keep up with them. And sure enough, he did. <laughs> he did <laughs> hundreds and fifties. And then I just got addicted. I just started running. I ran like a lot of Enviro sports. And um, 
their race isn't obeyed. And I found out about more, you know, there's more because there's like 20 K's and 50 K's. And I heard about PC trail races. Um, I started doing their races like every weekend. And then I went to, um, I heard about, um, Tahoe 100. And then I just got, I just kept driving to do that. And I did, uh, AR 50 and then I just kept going. So what is it that you like best about it? Oh, it's fun. It's a venture, the views you get to. I mean, it's, it's a challenge. I mean, it, the hardest part for me is trying to keep my eye on the trail. Cause I, at first, at first I was falling a lot because, you know, you see the views. I mean, you climb one mountain, you, you know, you're like, oh man, this is high. And then you, you know, the next, you know, you're going up higher. <laughs> and when you look down at everything, it's like, wow, I did this. And then you meet some remarkable people, too, there. You did cross-country in high school, but you also did boxing, too, right? Yeah, I was boxing. I boxed for about six years. I was a three-time Golden Glove champion. I made it to the 96 Olympic trials. I lost my second bout. That's spectacular. Yeah, it was fun. What weight class were you uh, I fought it anyway. At the, uh, in the Olympic trials, I was at 147, but I fought anywhere from 132s all the way up to 165. Wow, that's yeah. that's pretty amazing. That that's yeah, a, a lot of competition. Trying. Yeah, I was just where well, no one really wanted to fight me, so I just you know just fought it any way they can get a, a fight at. Hmm. But that's um just to even make it to the trials is is really um something you should be very proud of. Uh, yeah, you know, it was a great learning experience. Mainly it was just fun, you know, just, just getting there and, uh, you know, meeting people there and just, uh, watching other people, you know, them make it there themselves. I know running is part of a boxing workout. Did you hate running while you were boxing? <laughs> like most, no, like a lot I, of boxers. I, I didn't do much running. I used to do a lot of stairs. Mm. I used to just run up the up and down the stairs for about like two two to three hours. I would just run up and down the stairs. I did a little running. Maybe the furthest I ever ran was maybe like uh, seven miles. That's not too bad then. For you on the really long runs or the races, what's the hardest part, the physical or the mental challenge? Uh, getting there. <laughs> <laughs> I hate cold. I hate the cold, but um, it's just getting there. If I get there and if it's not raining, I'm happy. I don't mind if it rains when I'm running or whatever's going on. I'm okay with it. It's just if I get there and, and it's not pouring rain or anything, I'm happy. Well, yeah, yeah. rain is, is hard to keep going in after a long time. But then after a while, you're just kind of you're drenched. So what are you going to do, right? Yeah, once you get wet, you're okay. It's just, you know, it's just waiting for the starting line when it when it's pouring rain that's the hard part <laughs> once you get going it's good so when it, if it's not raining when at the starting line and they say go i'm happy <laughs> so how many races do you do in a usual year uh probably average out about maybe 10 i've been slowing down i've been trying to cut down because i run too much because uh, now I, I recently got married about five years ago so you know i have a family so i get to spend time with the kids and stuff they're growing up so i slow down a little bit and um i'm trying to keep it down less than 10 mm-hmm. and i'm minimized but mainly i do mainly it's just 50s and 100s and okay. i love i love the 200s too <laughs> 
Those are hard. It's hard to do a lot of those in one year, though. You have to be kind of choosy about which ones you do, don't you? Uh, it's I would do them all, but it's it's hard to fit it because of my work schedule mm. and 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 everything. And then it, it's kind of hard to get into the two hundreds because it's right after bad water. Like this year, I I did bad water. Then I just I just did a Bigfoot. I just finished Bigfoot a couple weeks ago. That's that's it's it just is unbelievable to me how many you do. So how many times have you done Badwater? Uh, twelve times. Wow, that yeah. that you know it, I know it's really super one of the hardest races to run, but it's also probably one of the hardest to organize. Oh yeah, it is. It, it's just hard just just preparing, getting there, getting your crew. Um, Getting it all dialed in, you know, renting, you got to rent vans, you got to get, get everything prepared there to get there. It's just hard. And then once you get there, everything just flies by so fast. When you're running, you know, it's just, you know, it's just about trying to finish. And that heat is, oh man, I love heat, but it seems to always give me a problem there at Badwater. Well, it's a little extreme too. It isn't like normal heat. It's like 120 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is. So on the course, what's you've done it 12 times. So what's like, what part of the course do you just know is going to be like the toughest part for you? Is there a particular part that you just dread because you know, it's like your worst part? Um, it's mainly the beginning trying to, it's just trying to pace yourself because it's, if you don't pace yourself, then you can, you can just blow out. You know, once you blow out, I mean, and get dehydrated, it's almost impossible to come back. I mean, you could come back, but you're not going to come back fully strong like you were. Mm-hmm. And you're, sit- you're sitting there trying to make up time, then you just blow out again. And then you're trying to rehydrate yourself instead of, you know, took your time. And that's where I said, it's, you know, if you can pace yourself, then you could do great. But if you, you're like me, you just got to take off like a rabbit and, you know, it's hard. It becomes more difficult for you. Is that has that been difficult to to keep yourself going slow enough that you don't hurt yourself later in the race? Uh, yeah, it's been difficult for me, and um, there's times there's just just errors, just like you know things happen. Like one time the van got stuck in the in the sand, so <laughs> I was running and had no crew, had so I got a little bit more dehydrated. Uh, another time, you know, it's just like little things just happen, like you know, I just you know. Just calm things out of blue, like ice. You ran out of ice one time, so it was still hot at night because it's still about a, uh, in the high nineties at night when it when you're running. You you and you can't really plan for something like that. They just happen. You just don't know what, yeah. what's going to happen. Yeah. Mm. But you and even after you do it a, a bunch of times, you still don't know what's going to happen. Oh no, you don't. <laughs> that's insane so so what is so i think i know the answer to this but i i'm just gonna see if i'm right what is the hardest race you ever ever run uh, it depends i mean I, it's it's hard to compare races uh, like um, okay. the, the ones that give me the most difficult problems is Badwater and uh and arrowhead those are the two that give me the most problems i mean because um it's just i hate cold period and then mm. you got the heat. I mean, I love heat, but it's just 
it just it just it gets to you i mean if you if you don't maintain that pace and go a little bit too fast your body overheats you, you just get dehydrated and trying to get rehydrated and jump back it, it's kind of hard i mean you can get rehydrated but if you end up going too fast and you just overheat again and then you just fall all apart and you're sitting there you know you're sitting in the van trying to cool down and you think you're cool down and you jump out you know because you're feeling great but you take off too early and that's where it, it always gets to me because I think I'm Superman. I can just take off, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and you don't want to get too comfortable either. You know, you have to no. you have to get going. You know, if you sit too long. Um, well, you had you ran the La Ultra one year, didn't you? Uh, La High, yes, I did. Well, the high, yeah. Were you in the documentary that they made, or did you uh, miss that? I haven't. One? I haven't saw that. How I, I okay. ran it, I okay. was a little frustrated with that race. Okay. Because I didn't get to run like I should have run. I should have finished that race in um, under thirty-two hours. I was, you know, I finished the first. I think the first hundred in uh, eighteen hours. And then uh, before that, they switched crews on me. When I got to 100-mile mark, uh, they made me sit there for a long time. And then that was right when sun was setting. I tried to leave, and I didn't have they, when they When they switched crews on me, they supposedly took all my electric lights and all that. So mm. I didn't have electric lights. I had no caffeine. And trying to climb that, that hill, you know, I had to pace myself. So I did. So when the sun rose, and I was going to get ready to fly, but then they made me walk for like... Um, I don't know, a couple of hours and just walking, you know, up in altitude got to me. Mm. And then, you know, I finished it though. You know, it, was, it was a pretty fun race. That's pretty tough. I mean, it's, you're so, you're, you're so high up in, in the Himalayas and the altitude must've just been harsh. Uh, I was fortunately, I'm lucky. I'm one of the lucky ones where altitude don't really affect me. And, and at the time I was using a uh, auto lab. It's like mm -hmm. a, a simulator and uh that worked it fine with me i mean it was mainly just the, the main thing that really hurt me there was that when the cars passed by the smog from the car oh that, that, that was that i thought that was about the toughest part of the race is when the cars and trucks come by is i mean because you're you're just like it's just like a bunch of smoke in you and you're just coughing you know trying to get your breath because they don't have smog emission there Oh, right, right. That's true. Yeah, that must have been hard. It, was yeah, it cold? Auto trucks. Um, it was cold, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't as cold. I was lucky because uh, fortunately um, the people behind me got caught in the storm. I, because I, I was running way ahead, I had beat the storm. So it really didn't hit me until uh, that, last, that last climb. When um, it just temperatures dropped so quick when I was leaving the, I think that was about the hundred mile mark. I was just doing that climb and uh, it got a little cold, but it wasn't too bad. Well, eighteen hours for the hundred miles—that's that's that's really fast. Yeah, that's such a, that's an amazing pace. I I saw the documentary on that, and I said, "Wow, that is insane." That <laughs> because it's like, yeah, I mean, you know, you're not going to get the support you are at other places because it's just so far. You know, it's just a different area and a different different atmosphere but and it's so high up altitude affects me i i, I did a race at 
that went up to a little past 7,000 feet. That affected me. So I know that if I was up there, it would, it would affect me. But you're very lucky that it didn't because because it can really, really knock people on their butt. Yeah. I mean, I was lucky. I, I trained hard. I was using an Alto Lab a lot. And I mean, I, I love being up in the mountains. Yeah. I bet you it's a uh, beautiful place. Just spectacular oh yeah it was, it was nice food was great and everything uh, people are really friendly there well that's cool so you have run just uh, in so many different places was that the farthest place you've ever run from uh, where you live I ran, no i've been to brazil uh i asked for that was my first uh my first um out of the united states was brazil 135 um that's a remarkable race. I love that race. I've been wow. trying to go back for the longest. I did it five times. I've been trying to go back for so many years, but it's always conflicting with that work. And now that I have a family, so, you know, it's conflicting with that. But eventually I'll make it back there with another two, hopefully two years. Oh, that, wor growing. that work thing is just so pesky. It gets in the way of everything, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just I always make sure I long as I have a I have a I have a week for a bad water I'm fine. Week <laughs> <laughs> off for that I work all the OT they want whatever they want me to do <laughs> just let me go for bad water. <laughs> so I know you just finished Bigfoot right? So how did that go yeah. for you? Um, it didn't. It went great, but it didn't go as good. It was because uh, I because uh, I just got got out of surgery the other day because I have a hernia. Oh, so, so I had to pace myself. I couldn't really run. I could climb uphill, no problem. But downhill, you know, I just practically crawled downhill. But I finished, I think, in like at 80 hours, 81 hours, something like that. And I think I like 23rd or something like that. But it was fun. I love that race. I mean, that's that's a race. You do a couple of string crossing. Um, you're jumping from border to border. The view. I mean, that, it was just a remarkable view. And then. We got a, at one point, we got caught in the storm. It was hailing and it was lightning. We had, I was running and uh, these two girls, uh, you know, they tell me, you know, get underneath. They were underneath the, uh, the, the blanket, you know, those little aluminum blankets they give you to keep you warm. So we all got underneath there and we're getting warm. They're telling me that I learned a lot of things. They're telling me that, um, you know, if you're running and you're up there in the hills and you're running more, you create friction. You got more chance of getting, you know, you know getting struck by lightning. Oh, oh wow! Oops. I didn't know that here I was going to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, that's scary. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was hailing hard, and, uh, and then you know when you stop, you just end up freezing. Then we we're just you know freezing in there. Then we waited a while, then it, it passed, and then um, then they're they're counting. And I was like, well, you know, why are they counting? Because the lightning was struck, and as they started counting, like one thousand one, one thousand two, and they got to one thousand twelve. I'm going like. What does this mean? They go, oh, well, that means that's a, the storm's like a mile away. And we're, I go, but what good does that do? We're still running towards it. <laughs> <laughs> we used to do that. My father is from the East Coast. And so we used uh -huh. to go to the East Coast. And in the summertime in, in, in Massachusetts, in the summertime, they always have lightning storms. And so we used to do that back there and see a lot of lightning. But we're, we're California kids, we're not used to that stuff here. You know? No. <laughs> If it does, it just goes by real quick. But it, it, that's when this one hung around for a while. I mean, it just it just drenched us. Yeah, it's, that's that's scary. Moving, yeah, we had to keep moving just to stay warm. 
Yeah. Mountain mountain storms are, are unpredictable, too. You never know how long it's going to last or when it's going to come. You just don't know. No. So what uh, what are you training for right now? Uh, well, I got, I'm out for maybe a good month and a half. So I'll be out, you know, can't do no running. I probably I'm signed up for real. So I'll do real. Okay. And then I'll start I'll start my training probably like late, late November and uh, get prepared for uh, real. Then I'll do uh, Arrowhead 135 again. So okay. That, that, that's a tough one. That's the one in uh, Minnesota, International Falls. Mm. Like, temperatures are like um last last year is the coldest year is like below minus 40 oh geez uh, <laughs> yeah there's like uh they had a i think it was like uh i think 80 or 90 runners and only 13 people finish and you don't like the cold right <laughs> uh, i hate cold <laughs> But you're but you're doing the race in the cold. <laughs> yeah, because I know I could do better, and I always I just want to get you know you know yeah I know I can get under forty. So I, you know so far I've been about forty two, forty four. I've been close. So you know I just want to get into forty hours. <laughs> well, that's amazing. So you just keep going, and do you do bad water every year? Then every year I try to I sit there and you know and stress every year when they do the application, except for the times when I, if I win Salton Sea, because if you win Salton Sea, you get an automatic uh, entry into there. Mm -hmm. So I won that like twice. It was like two times I didn't have to, you know, stress. But uh, <laughs> besides that, I sit there and stress, waiting, you know, see if I see my name call, or if I, you know, if not, when I get home, I look and see if it's on the list. So how do you train? I mean, what, what's your, what's your weekly, what do you do like for, for training? How much do you run a week? Um, I don't, there's days I do a lot, you know, I mean, I'm lucky if I can even get, uh, 20 miles in a week. I'm lucky because of work and with the kids, you know, mm -hmm. just running back and forth. So like, you know, the races are what keeps me in shape. Mm. Do you do anything else besides running? Do you do any 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 body weight exercise, any strength training, or anything uh, like that? Of, I do. I just do a little weight. I, I don't even work out much. I used to work out years ago, but now I just just real lightweight, just like mm -hmm. stay in weight sections, maybe like twenty minutes, and then I spend more time stretching than anything else. Yeah, that probably I helps a lot. Yeah, I, I need yeah. it. I'll I'd be getting injured pretty quite a bit. I think it really, really helps a lot as we get older just to just to take the time to stretch. You know, it just it helps a lot. I never realized that until I got older. I said, "Yeah, this this actually is helpful." <laughs> yeah, I used to be able to do the splits and stuff, but now I can't even do it. I'm like, oh, because I don't I don't spend that much time at the gym, and then I haven't gone in gym in so long. I don't even think I can touch my toes anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I know how that is. <laughs> just have one other question for you, because yeah. it seems like you've done just about ev everything. But is there one race that you haven't done that you'd like to do? Um, hmm. I don't know. I just like anything, any challenge, any race challenge out there. Um, any race anywhere in the world? Is there some place in the world you'd like to run that you haven't run? Um, I'm sure there's races out there, but you know, I mean, I've done quite a bit. I've done like Europe 135. I've done um, Northburn 100. That was a New Zealand. 
Um, wow. Wow. See, I, you can, you need to write a book. See, you need to write, get <laughs> all been... the stuff down and, and put it all together and write about all the races that you've run, you've, you've run because this is incredible. You've like run everywhere. Maybe, maybe <laughs> Antarctica, you need to run Ant Antarctica. Uh, have... I, I'm look. I was looking at uh, the Diderot. I'll probably. Yeah, my, there you go. Another two or three years, I'll probably do that one. But you yes. got to do the three, the three fifty first. Then you go to. Then they'll let you do the uh, one thousand. You got to finish that one first. Well, there you go. You could do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would make that. That would make sense for you. Then, then you need to write. Put it all in a book. And if you have pictures and all kinds of things and make a big, big um, autobiography about all the places that you've run and, and the stories from your runs, that would be amazing. I someone would, because um, I've been trying to get someone to, to give them the knowledge how to get through some of these races. It's just like uh, Arrowhead. Um, you know, I tell people they don't listen. Like with Badwater, I tell people, you know, you know, this is what you need to do. And, um, you know, some people don't listen. Unfortunately, I was lucky. Uh, Lisa, she listened and she did awesome. She did Oh, great. yeah. She listened to everything that you said. She did. You bet. Yeah, she even beat me. <laughs> <laughs> That's she's how great a, she did. She's a speed demon. She, she, oh, yeah. she was amazing. I, I remember because I had talked to her. Before she went, because I said, let's talk, let's interview after you get done with, with Badwater. And she says, okay. So then I followed on, on uh, I run far on their Twitter feed and I follow the runners on there. And I said, oh, she's finished third. And I said, oh my God, she finished third. So that was really cool. So yeah. Yeah, yeah that was neat. And she couldn't stop talking about you. So that's why I said, okay. That's good. It's someone listening because like on the um, Arrowhead um, and my. My friends, I tell them every year we meet up there. I tell them, oh, this and there. And then uh, they're they're laughing at me and teasing me because the night, like all the, the three nights before, I was running. And I kept coming in. I go, man, there's this, there's something wrong with this cold. This is a different kind of cold. I mean, I'm, I, got, I, got, I got my boots on and everything. I got I got my, I got my uh, even uh, because we put wool socks over your toes so they won't freeze so quick. I go, I even had wood socks over it and everything. I go, I'm still freezing. My toes are still freezing. I go, mm -hmm. there's something different. So what was at there, we figured out everything. What it was after we finished the race was that it, there was so much humidity there mm -hmm. that it just, just froze your your clothes and everything. And it's just like ice. I mean, it don't matter what you had. It wouldn't do good. It does. And, it does. That's true. Yeah. And then at the end of race, everyone's coming in my room, taking pictures of all my gear and everything, you know, what I have, and, you know, <laughs> what I use. And I tell them, this is what I've been showing, telling you guys for years. Well, that and, was, you know, yeah, that's do. amazing. Yeah, you know, you're right. There's so much moisture there, water there. It's like if you ever go to Chicago in January and go down Michigan Avenue and you feel that wind. Yeah, it's it's just, it's like that. Yeah. So that's in January, right? Yeah, that's the last week of Jan. It's always been the last last week of January. Oh, good lord! Uh, that's... Registration open up. Registration opens up for that race in uh, next next week on the first. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> Better you than me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I spent years when I was young skiing in the Sierras, but that's about as close to snow as i like i like i when i was young i would go up ski come down and get out of it the next day that's all i want 
I stay but, with that because I get too crazy. I want to go faster. Like I try snowboarding. It's like you want to go faster, faster, but it doesn't feel good when you fall on that ice. Yeah, I, I, I got hurt a few times and I, I, I figured now I don't want to get hurt and it's too expensive. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Choices made. I don't do it anymore. Yeah, but it's cheap money. <laughs> it sure is. You know, even with the shoes and everything else, it's still a lot cheaper. <laughs> And it's right out our door. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, don't have to travel far. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I want to thank you so much for coming on the show, Ray. And good luck. And I know you're going to rock. Um, you're going to rock your races coming up. And and good luck and stay warm. <laughs> in, in Minnesota in January, or try to anyway. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thank and, you for having me. And yes, you're quite welcome. And I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thanks, Ray. That was way cool. It's inspirational to hear from people who don't ever stop. Even if it's painful, even if it is the the last thing you want to do, they don't stop. That's why I keep going is because of people like that who, like I said, it may hurt like a mofo, but they don't stop. They keep going. That's what we need to do. Even if it's like, even if we're at our worst, even if it's just, ah, just not what we want to do. We have to keep going. We cannot stop. We must keep moving forward. Keep going forward. Keep moving. Keep pushing it. Keep doing what we have to do. We have to. Because staying still is how we rust and staying still is what kills us. It is. Sitting in a rocking chair in an old folks home ain't going to cut it. When I was a kid, we used to go on vacations a lot of places. And um, one of the places we used to go is Miami. And back then, this was before Miami Vice and before South Beach turned into a hip place. This was when Miami used to be when all the New Yorkers, the retirees used to go down there. The, The snowbirds used to go to Miami and sit and and go down there to get away from the New York winters. And all all these old retirees would sit on the bench, sit on the, the porches of these rundown hotels and, and sit in the rocking chairs and just complain. They would do nothing else. They would complain. They would sit there and complain all day. And it's like, no, I never want to live like that. I never want to sit and just kvetch about the world. <laughs> That's no way to live. You just fly down there and sit and complain. No, no, no. (laughs) I'll go on a trail and run and complain. (laughs) But at least I'll be out moving. (laughs) But at least I'll be outside in the wilderness and no one will care. (laughs) No one will hear me crying as I'm going, right? (laughs) The wilderness doesn't care. It doesn't care what happens to us. But at least I'll be doing my thing, right? So keep, you keep doing your thing. You keep running, reg- regardless if it's on a trail, on the road, on a path, on the treadmill. You keep moving. Just keep moving forward, regardless of whether, whether it's slow, fast, regardless of whether it's a mile, whether it's five miles, or whether it's 50. Keep moving. If you'd like to 
check out the website. It's MarthaRunsTheWorld.com. Send me an email. It's MarthaRunsTheWorld at gmail.com. If you'd like to donate, even a dollar a month, that would rock my world. And I'll tell you, for Patreon donators, I'm going to put up some special content just for you guys real soon. So a dollar a month will get you special bonus content that no one else will ever listen to or ever ever see. So send in those donations, and there's a little button on the website if you want to do that. Because soon, pretty soon, I'm going to put up some special stuff for you. All right. So until next week, let's tie up our shoelaces and go for a run. And I want to thank you all for being there. <laughs>